0: And I found this the other day. Question uh, was, I accidentally drove a bee 200 miles across the country. What will this bee do now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, he's going to have to write a very strange letter to his, um, to his bee wife and bee friends, uh, explaining how he'll now be living a double life for a very short period of time. 200 miles away I think that's you know probably what'll happen although I really feel like this guy probably ought to drive that bee back home well it's not really the bee's fault
0: Anthony Andrick Moomajan agrees with you and has this to say this is a classic case of bee abduction great job with the phrasing buddy i'll tell you what will happen they'll file a missing bee report in their hometown the detectives in its jurisdiction will attempt to retrace the bee <laughs> steps before the abduction when they understand this was no ordinary bee napping they'll call the in the fbi and it's going to be a national bee hunt what well will this
1: well, be? F fbi stands
0: for federal bees investigation
1: Mm. just so you know Mm.
0: okay what will this bee do now well what do you want this bee to do now you and i both know this has nothing to do with your beat with the bee this has to do with your love of keeping bees hostage you enjoy their misery buzz buzz this bee has no home no hive no friends locked away thinking about all the buzz it has missed out on if you let this bee go you already know what will happen it will accidentally die because it has nowhere to go it will try bee prostitution and we all know how those cases end up It will attempt to call its other bee friends, in which case it will remember that bees don't use telephones. It will sting you and die because you're a jerk. You (laughs) tried to conceal the crime. It's not possible, though. I see through the mask, my friend. Nobody accidentally takes bees and gets away with it. Didn't you hear it crying for help? You couldn't see a yellow marble flying around in your car? Did you keep it in a box? (laughs) I'm not in the business of bee murder, sir. I suppose the only question left is, what will you do now? (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome yeah that guy answered that question better than i ever could dream of answering it but i, I actually st-
1: see down below there's a related question that says i accidentally drove a bee about 60 miles in my car it was hiding in some flowers at the end of the journey it flew away what will become of it so there's <laughs> some there's some there's some bee um copycats here perhaps
0: I think that either that or there's a lot of people who are very concerned about bees. It's that's entirely possible. You know, they could even have a like 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 a whole organization and like you know, like propaganda posters that say be concerned.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> be wary bees,
1: yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Be Don't careful be la- about what flowers you you know
0: choose to pollinate. It's it's all Oh, it's don't sad. don't be left out in the cold. <laughs> Stay out of cars.
1: Be careful around strangers. That's another good one.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, yeah, bees. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, if there's any bees listening, just take heed. Take heed of this of yeah. this story, and let it be a warning to you.
0: Yeah, don't don't fall for the folly of, of the car flower, because it will will trap you. And then here, I'm going to tell you what will happen. Assuming that you are, don't escape the car, you'll just boil to death in that hot car, which is like the yeah. worst case scenario. In your new locale, you're probably not going to be accepted by any hives. They're going to look at you as an outsider, and they'll probably kill you. Well, I mean, more than likely. You know? That seems like the most likely uh, uh, series of events to follow this bee location. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think
1: bees, if you're listening to me and this happens to you, it's, it's almost uh, extremely unlikely. If you notice that you've traveled miles and miles uh, by whatever means you would normally do that, you know you're not going to make it home in time. Just sting the motherfucker. And sting yeah. them somewhere where it's going to be noticeable, like right in the eye. You know, just get them real good. Make your last sting. You know, well, I guess the only sting, your only really. Sting. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you know what I mean. Make your last act be something that that person will remember, and there will never be another bee accidentally taken because they'll always be looking over their shoulder. That's let right. you be. Let you be a horrible warning to people. And a lesson to other bees. Be a hero. Be a martyr. That's right. And stay the fuck away from the front of my motorcycle when I'm riding down the road. Nothing is worse than getting pelted in the face or the hands or the neck with a bee. Well, maybe a rock. That might be the other thing that's probably about as bad. Mm. But if you've never been hit by a, by a flying insect while you were riding on a motorcycle, and I know you haven't, But I have numerous times. Uh, I would assume it's akin to being shot with a less than lethal round of some sort. Hmm. Because it hurts like a motherfucker. You end up with a bruise and swelling, depending on what it was. From a fucking bee, really? Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, when you're doing like 45, 50 miles an hour, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's like getting shot with something. Huh. And I can tell. Did I ever tell you the story about the the my uh, when I oh, this is when I probably only had my motorcycle permit for about oh uh, I'd say <laughs> eleven minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was slightly <laughs> longer than that. It might have been about two weeks. That was the day I drove off the cliff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and as a matter of fact, I got hit
1: by many things in the face on the way down. Bugs um, and then
0: <laughs> bugs the, not the least of them, but still, still you know. I think one of the things that that really brought them towards me was me going as I went (laughs) down. And
1: then I instantly went on the ground and a big puff of smoke came up around me.
0: So I'm uh, I'm not (laughs) laughing at you, but I am thinking of the movie um, uh, Brain Candy by Kids in the Hall. (laughs) <laughs> of course, I know exactly what you're talking person, about. Like that guy yeah. he comes out of the car, he's getting in the car, and this bird flies through the air and lands <laughs> right in his eye socket, and he goes, "There's something in my eye." Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn bird! And then he spits on it after he throws it out of his head. <laughs> and for the rest of the movie, he's got a fucking eye patch because he has permanently lost his eye, and he acts so. Mildly annoyed by the whole thing That's
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was uh, I mean I'm sure at that point that movie Was still fresh enough In my mind from all the times that we watched It as teenagers that I Probably remembered that and thought Oh god that would have been fucking terrible If I had lost my eye but I would Have forever been able to go there's something in my Eye and (laughs) you know And laughed about it I guess at some Point I guess eventually you have to laugh About it
0: We're driving through town and he turns to me and he says, hey Tom, uh, what the fuck did he say? Something like um a uh, uh, tight turn or something like that. Or sudden turn, that's what he said. <laughs> sharp turn, that was it. He says sharp turn and then he cuts his wheel. And he immediately runs into a fucking tree. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to
1: laugh at that.
0: that's some, like, instant karma shit right there. I'm going to fuck with you and pow into the tree. <laughs> Goddamn laugh your ass off because that shit's funny. That shit is funny as hell. How so, fast were you going? Oh, maybe 25 miles an hour. Uh, so it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't a like head-on
1: a... collision with a tree at 40, you know, yeah. Mm-mm.
0: By the time, by the time we got to the tree, we were probably between the the grass slowing us down and him slamming on the brakes. Hmm. I would say we had gotten down to about ten or fifteen miles an hour, but we hit oh, okay. the thing hard enough that the whole car picked up and like sort of pivoted along the tree a mm-hmm. good thirty forty degrees and ended up in the other direction. And wow. and
2: yeah.
0: both of our glasses flew off our heads. <laughs> And we both instantaneously went to go pick them up. As anyone with glasses can tell you, that's like your instant thing. Oh God, I got to get my glasses on. You made me think of Velma from Scooby Doo immediately. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: my glasses. Glasses. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> pawling under our couch for them somewhere. Yeah, unable <laughs> to see. That's about what it's like. So we both go and reach for our glasses, and we both grab the wrong ones and put them on. I knew that was gonna happen. And and both of us like turn and said, "I think I have yours." Yeah, yeah, okay. We swap them. He's like, for a second there, I thought something went wrong with my vision, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm partially blind. I get out of the car and uh, I'm like, I go to the nearest apartment because this is right in front of an apartment complex. And uh, I go to the, I go to the first apartment and I knock on the door and he's like, don't tell my mom. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And I knock on the door and I'm like, can I please use your phone? We just had a crash. They're like, yeah, yeah, use your phone. And uh, who do I call? Because I'm just in autopilot mode. I call his number his mom picks up and I'm like, shit, well, now I got to say something. I can't just hang up on her. You should have been like wrong number. <laughs> yeah, I guess I should have, but I wasn't thinking and I've always. Oh, well, yeah, wrong. you're you're
1: never in a clear enough mind at that point. Right. Yeah.
0: And I've always been a super honest kid. So I was just like. Yeah, uh, dude and I just got into a crash, and she was like, "What? Oh my God, where are you?" Blah 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 blah. I tell her, and she's like, well, "I'll be right there." You're like I'm right down the street from your house. Yeah, I'm literally like a block from your house. Yeah, and, I I and, know exactly where you're where you're talking about. So. Yeah, I know you do. And and uh my mom, I call my mom. They she comes over, <laughs> and uh we're like, they put us both in an ambulance. I'm like, yeah, do you want to go in an ambulance? And I'm like. My mom goes, it's up to him. I'm like, I guess I better, right? You know, so I go ahead and, and cost my mom 150 bucks or whatever. That costs <laughs> for yeah, nothing. At that point, really. it was a little
1: bit cheaper, but yeah,
0: I guess. But yeah, I didn't know that at the time, obviously, but I was just worried. And and dude, he couldn't uh, he couldn't because uh, or he didn't want to which makes perfect sense for his personality. He just doesn't want people to intervene with his fucking life Mm -hmm. and he hates doctors. And I can tell you, there's a good fucking reason for that. But anyway, yeah, he, he, uh, he was like, I don't want a fucking ambulance. And his mom was like, you're getting an ambulance. He's like, Fine. (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's
0: right. No matter how much you disdain
1: that profession and those people, when your mom says you do something, Mm -hmm. you fucking do it. Mm hmm. How much you disdain i just made it into a fucking uh verb how much disdain you have for that yeah that's what i meant
0: i remember then the next like so we're in the emergency room and i'm fine he's fine his hair's all poofed up because normally he kept it gelled and his mm-hmm. hair was just a poof on top of his head and and i just remember laughing at that and being like well dude i guess we're okay the next day he calls me up and he's like yeah man that was crazy and um you know, what's crazy is that your combos that you bought before we went out there were still in the car and I was going <laughs> to eat some, but then I imagined them being covered in blood. I'm like, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's I mean,
1: imagining them being covered in blood does not cover them in blood. Well, it's,
0: though. It, it's just his way. I guess that was his way of sort of processing a little bit the trauma yeah. that had occurred. Yeah, know. You know what I mean? Like I can understand why he felt that way, but, you know, it was it was oddly it was, it was oddly reminiscent of how I felt about them. Like I don't <laughs> think I would have eaten those combos. I would have felt like they were cursed somehow. <laughs> yeah, cursed combos, man. Okay, well that's I think the
1: combos were the whole reason that everything happened. You think? Fucking were they were they pretzel or cracker? Pretzel. Oh, definitely then. Yeah. Nope, that's that's that. Cheese filled pretzel, worst mm, combo. Nacho cheese. Bring you bring you fucking bad luck. You think so? Yeah, I love the cracker ones, man. I'm a cracker combo guy all the way. Okay. All right. That's my I mean that's my opinion. Obviously. Okay. All
0: right. So but you I believe
1: like pretzels, but I I don't I don't dig combo pretzels. I don't know why. Like I like to dip my pretzels and stuff. I don't like to feel like I'm eating dip that was dipped in pretzel.
0: Well, I, okay, so you say just my opinion but you yeah. also make the bold claim that this is literally what cursed me so hey, and make that, up was your also, fucking that was also that was
1: that was also my opinion i was joking <laughs> obviously i don't really think that the combos were cursed these were satan's combos you happen to get them by accident You bring about. back so many great memories i'm thinking about the olden days and and the shit that we used to do and everything else and like not a care in the fucking world man not a care in the world
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah only worrying about having fun and uh and
0: shit like that rock and roll and Just, getting you know, laid and drinking beers and stuff man
1: thing was uh rock and roll yes i wasn't getting laid a ton at that point and i, I wasn't was never any, getting laid then. And, and, and and i wasn't drinking beer at all either yeah
0: yeah yeah neither, neither was I. <laughs> so yeah i don't know i didn't I didn't, <laughs> I didn't start drinking until i was like 18 and i didn't lose my virginity till i was 21 and that's to the person i'm married to so yeah. <laughs> looking know. at
1: porn drinking drinking unsweetened sun tea yeah. wondering why your mom <laughs> threw those cookies away you know and
0: watching red dwarf that that's it i just covered her <laughs> <Right there. laughs> oh man! And then I shipped <laughs> off to the army. I got to tell you, everything one thing, changed.
1: Though. I I didn't understand the whole unsweetened sun tea thing when I first was hanging out with you. It's an acquired but taste. Even all these years later, I haven't had it, and I crave it. Mm-hmm. And I can't get it right. There's just something about it. I don't know if it was like the water. And the fluoride in the water and, and your mom's loving touch is what, is what made it so special, but I can't get it the same. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah, and I,
0: I don't think that they make it anymore, so I don't even know if she has the old recipe. And when I say old recipe, keep in mind that's a capital O, and there's a, a D at the end of the word. Mm-hmm. The old recipe. Ye old <laughs> recipe.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't understand the whole uh, – you know specifying how it was spelled thing until until then
0: I got gotcha. you mm, mm.
1: yeah odie
0: old the thine old uh, special tea uh uh tea from mama mama
1: <laughs> let's go down to ye old pube and have a drink <laughs>
0: I believe it's spelled poob <laughs> Poobie. Poobie. <laughs> let's go to the poobie house let's go down to the poobie let's go down to the poobie let's go down to the poobie and have yeah, ourselves, ourselves a snack, a snack. <laughs> have <laughs> ourselves a snack
1: <laughs> were you singing along with me on that i was i i could just barely hear you because uh you know i was making all the noise in my end yeah <laughs>
0: But it was, uh, it was a sight to behold That little dude running around Jumping around without shoes on Like a fucking hobbit <laughs> a, little, a little drug hobbit Is what I thought of him as like, <laughs> I want to do some nothing Go to a fucking show tonight
1: Anybody want to Bilbo- come to a fucking show? <laughs> Bilbo Dimebaggins
0: <laughs> That's who he was Oh god, that's perfect <laughs> Bilbo Dimebaggins baggins. You know, there was a company uh, called, God, what the hell was the name of that company? It was like Unreal or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was this candy company that made like Snickers and M&Ms and stuff like that. But it made them with only natural ingredients. And I don't know, still, but it
1: sounds delightful.
0: Yeah, it was great. But I guess they went out of business because maybe their business model wasn't sustainable. I mean, they were they that, got
1: this pantsuit off of them because they kept. Making other people stuff with different ingredients—I don't know.
0: Maybe <laughs> could have something to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did I think about it? Like, you know. But I mean, like, you know, like Sam's Club has like M and M alternatives, you know, that aren't the M and Ms. But they're like—I imagine though—they
1: probably have an, uh, an agreement, or they're, you know, they at least have themselves covered legally for that kind of stuff. I don't know. I mean. I'm just, I just threw that out there. Just maybe, you know, it probably isn't right, but it sounds fucking amazing.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know. It's like, when I think like Walmart, for example, has little Reese's cups, little Reese's peanut butter cups, but they're called like Sam's cups or something like that, you know? Well, they don't have
1: Sam Snickers. I know that because I I think like, you know, basic shit that people have been making For, you know, for a long time, like peanut butter cups and stuff. I don't think that, you know, that's one. It's only chocolate and peanut butter. You know, like, I'm not saying that's the only ingredients that are in. I'm saying, though, I don't know that that you can get in as much trouble for that. It's like, oh, well, this is a candy bar with nougat and caramel and peanuts, and it's covered in chocolate. You know, that sounds like a Snickers bar. So, I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. What
0: if I swapped it out with, instead of uh, nougat, it's... um seafoam candy. Seafoam candy? It's very similar to nougat. It's a soft, Hmm. foamy... I've never had it, but it sounds delightful to me. (laughs) I've never had it, but let me describe it to you. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Hey, we're thinking like marketing execs now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and uh, what else should we... we, uh, Change out, change the oh, you know what? Here we go. We're gonna invent a fucking candy bar on the spot. Okay, fresh, fresh. Like forget the Snickers, we're making our own. And the first ingredient, I'm two ingredients that I think need to be in this. And I'm thinking I know three ingredients, but let's just run with two and see how it goes. Dark chocolate, macadamia nuts. Hmm. Third ingredient, shredded coconut okay now what can we add to that to round out the profile and make it unique and still not take away from that very traditional hawaiian flavor that we've got going there
1: oh boy Uh, how about how about a macaroon type like base to it you know instead of like nougat or something mm -hmm. you got a little bit of you got a little macaroon bits or even just a thin macaroon wafer hmm that's definitely a hawaiian thing yeah that would
0: work that would work um yeah i like that a lot actually because i was thinking something like um like caramel you know just a thin layer of caramel might, might you, could, you can put that in there too i think that that would add just a little kick to it like it would sort of bring all the flavors together in a different way like
1: how about like a sea salt caramel too that way it's not overly
0: sweet Yes, and has oh, well, a little complexity to it. I'm sorry, I should have actually said that from the beginning. It's going to if it's from if it's me choosing, I'm always going to go with sea salt caramel. Always, mm-hmm. there's just no other option, as far as I'm concerned. And don't get me started on those weird little um, fucking cubes of, of caramel that that people have in their candy dishes. Like if you have that in your candy dish instead of like M and M's, you're a monster. I don't agree monster. with that. Cause I I love those little little caramel uh, squares like
1: that. I I will fucking tear them up. We we can we can agree to disagree on that. It's not like it's I, the first time. No, stay in bed with the monsters. Yeah, this this is your candy bar, fool. You asked me for suggestions, and I gave it to you. So, you know.
0: well, okay, I'm just gonna say right off the bat that I have some V two power, and we're not putting cubes of mar of of uh, those big cubes of uh, caramel in this. Candy. Did I not say
1: sea salt caramel? Was that not directly out of my mouth? Of so of it course. doesn't include those little squares. Of course. <laughs> All right, so you relax there, chief. <laughs> oh, don't start calling me chief
0: now. Don't be getting with the name calling. Because
1: <laughs> if I was going to make my ideal candy bar, mm-hmm. it would be um, chocolate, okay. peanut butter, and caramel, <laughs> and peanuts. And uh, that nougat? pretty much covers it. Nougat. Uh, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll throw in little. We'll throw a little uh, little nougat balls, if you will oh so it'll be like a mix between a nutrageous and a snickers and what are those we are my two this? favorite candy bars ever so what are we calling our creations uh mine's going to be called uh uh knickers because it'll knickers. be a mix between a nutrageous and a snickers okay, okay. <laughs> that's a terrible name i don't want people to think they're pants pants aren't as delicious how about hunger bar
0: them.
1: call it hunger bar I think I might want to just call it Mike's motherfucking candy bar.
2: <laughs> it ain't for kids. <laughs> yeah.
0: Don't stick it it's in for your me. butt. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: that sounds delicious.
0: So of course, I think, yours sounds
1: really good too. I mean Yeah, it does those are all I, things that I like.
0: <laughs> I think I'm gonna call it Big Island Pine. <laughs> And I don't even know why, because... The Big Island part feels okay, but why pine? (laughs) I don't know. It feels right to me. Oh my goodness, a Big Island pine bar. People will ask why, and I'll say, it's a mystery. So I I have this uh, character. I've, I've played him on the show before. He's called Kevin. He's a robot. uh, (laughs) He says stuff like,
2: Hello. My name is Kevin. People say I'm not very bright. I hate children. I didn't have any because they're annoying and boring. So I shouldn't have to be subjected to yours at my workplace. Fuck you. Leave them in the car with the windows rolled up. If I'm not allowed to bring drugs to work, you shouldn't be allowed to bring your fucking baby here to show everyone. Wow.
0: Yeah. He's a character that sort of, I take my very worst ideas and shove them off in a corner and let them get dusty, (laughs) full of grime, and then I give them to Kevin and let him say them. (laughs) (laughs) For a while, Jennifer and I weren't doing so good monetarily and we were getting help from a local ministry mm-hmm. that would collect like really cheap food and give it to you for like really low prices like like you know and it was a tax-free type of a thing and it was only for people who were truly needy and we took it with with great gratitude you know and as mm-hmm. soon as we didn't need it we stopped using it um, and there was a lot of great stuff in there, man, the cheese that they gave you was fucking awesome. It was like government cheese. It was so fucking good. <laughs> but you know it wasn't it wasn't like a lot of stuff like you wonder, how do they fuck up, for example, I don't know, fried chicken strips. How do you fuck that up? Mm. Well,
1: I think that would be pretty easy to do. Whatever,
0: whatever. I guess so. Whatever supplier they got that particular food stuff from, it was just grody. It just tasted like chemicals. Chicken LLC. Yeah, it, it just tasted like chemicals. But I mean, everything else was great, and there were lots of canned goods that we could use, and there was fresh produce. I mean, it was very generous what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm nothing but grateful for it. It was just that the, yeah, I just re- have bad memories. And I, those chicken tenders came with every box. <laughs> so it's like I don't think anyone had the heart to say hey you really shouldn't include them because they're disgusting and nobody likes them
1: you put enough (laughs) dipping sauce on things you know
0: oh no I tried believe me I tried every dipping sauce you can imagine barbecue was the closest thing to getting away with it slathering (laughs) in barbecue but you could still taste the chemicals this was beyond saving it was just that bad god I really want to try one of these now to see what it's like
1: oh my god of course you do (laughs) Well, it's like you know that whole "I will smell things that are bad." Yeah, I, I know. So, like, if somebody tells me something tastes horrible, I'm I'm, I'm curious enough to be like, I I really want to try that.
0: Hey, Mike, this is writhing with maggots. Why don't you give it a, a try? No, I mean, you
1: see, no, that wouldn't, no, that wouldn't work because I'd be like, I'm not eating maggots. Okay. And then later on, I would probably think about it and go, but I could have probably just eaten one. <laughs>
0: <You> <laughs> I'll know. only take one. I don't want to get too much. I mean, between Maggot needles. juice in my mouth.
1: That sounds absolutely amazing.
0: It's it's a it's even better than I've described. I trust you. Trust me. Oh, you trust, trust me? I'm glad. You, I trust you. I trust, you trust me to trust you. Yeah. Trust uh, everywhere. Trust everybody. All the time. Oh my. Every, everything will be fine
1: it will all work out do not worry yes be happy there are many times that i sit here and i wonder will everything turn out and then i remember the motherland fatherland i do not remember which it is anymore so gender fluid is that land
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you like story time with Tom and Mike or our Let's Play channel, Gaming with Tom and Mike, please consider contributing to our Patreon. For only $1 a month, you'll receive access to bonus content such as lost segments from the podcast, unaired gaming videos, behind-the-scenes audio and video, sketches, and more. Just go to www.patreon.com slash TomandMike. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the rest of the show. (laughs) Did you know
1: that butterflies taste with their rear legs? Is that actually true? Yeah. Where did you find that out? Uh, I was on the internet, so it must be true, right? Ah,
0: uh, yeah. See, that's the problem, matey. You're just as culpable as the rest of us. Oh, I'm them. sorry.
1: Butterflies taste with their hind feet, not their rear legs. What's the difference? Almonds, well, feet and legs. If I have to explain you the difference between feet and <laughs> legs, uh, we're going to have a real hard time. Uh, and that almonds are a member of the peach family. Mm. That's interesting, right? Did you That's know cool.
0: that um, I uh, I believe almonds have a trace amount of cyanide in them. Yep, I did know that. And giant centipedes, or well, centipedes in general, but giant centipedes in particular have a strong smell of um of of, of almond when you encounter them, mm-hmm. and especially if they release their venom into you. Venomum Venom. Yes. Uh, if I'm not so
1: mistaken, cyanide smells like almonds, doesn't it? It does. It does. hmm You know what else I know? 100% of people uh, named Mike don't want to fucking continue this conversation that are on this podcast right now. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: <laughs> no. No, that's fine. You can... Be a little bitch all you want, son. I don't care. Yeah,
1: you know, that reminds me of a time that Tom was a huge bitch. And he always says that he was an asshole when he was a teenager. And I just never remembered him really being an asshole. But I can remember him being a bitch several times. But that is a story for another time. I know somebody who did work, uh, I believe, as maybe helping somehow or another with the coroner and the smell of the uh, formaldehyde and stuff and the other things that things that they would use to block the smell and everything, such as, you know, putting Vicks under their nose and stuff, yeah. actually burned her sense of smell
0: out. Yeah, that doesn't to surprise To the extent
1: me. that she couldn't smell, like you could fart around her and she couldn't smell it at all. Wow which was unfortunate because she was still getting the benefit of breathing in f- little fecal particles, but just wasn't experiencing the full range of bouquet of a fart. I know that breaks your heart. And and taste. Oh, man, trust me. I take pride in my flatulence. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you said, hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't I, the mm, way I'm you know.
0: No, I'm,
1: I'm thinking about tasting that.
0: Not even a little bit. <laughs> Not even a little bit. What <laughs> tongue punch my fart box? You are demented <laughs> and, and 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 confused, sir. I am a lover of strange media and i know you are too yeah and yeah. our friend jimmy sent us something today um i wouldn't call this strange shit i would call this fucking beautiful. oh it's fantastic it's fantastic but it's yeah. a, you, you must concede it's strange and unusual because you don't uh, see this yeah. every day this is called i want to bear by the musician Daddy B, who I got to say as a mostly straight man, I got to say he's a good-looking dude. He's got like a Nick Offerman thing going on sort of. But I he's thought, like yeah, and I mean sort of the like whole a professional thing. wrestler look that he's got going on. He's a handsome fucking cat, you know. The whole
1: thing was was beautifully choreographed. I mean, I'm not much into like dance music like that, but I got to say I was tapping my toes to it and everything and it was it was enjoyable.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think it's, it's like, it's just innocent fun, you know, it's like, it's the big gay guy, big masculine gay guys version of, I like big butts and I cannot lie. It's It's more or less. It's a fun song. If you were in the club, you know, you'd be dancing to that shit. Hell yeah. If you're the and type to go to a club anyway, I've never been a clubber myself. Yeah,
1: I mean, no, I've, I've never never once been to a dance club in my life. Dancing yeah. is not my thing. Nope. nope. However, I assume if I was at the club, the reason for that would be because I was probably drinking and somebody was like, hey, let's go. And I was like, okay. You know, so <laughs> I, would, I would definitely be dancing in that, in that case. I am absolutely <laughs> certain of it and I shamelessly dancing. You know, I would. I would have no issue with that. And I'm going to tell you that nine times out of 10, if I'm drinking that much and I'm going to a dance club, it's probably a gay club also
0: probably I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw I'm, that out there all you know. I'm gonna say is that for the sanctity of your relationship with your partner mm-hmm. uh, as it stands you don't take ecstasy and then go to one of those clubs <laughs> because you will find things out about yourself that even you don't know <laughs> well yeah I, I steer clear of that stuff just in general
1: so uh, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't see that as being a possibility but you know good advice nonetheless
0: they believe oh
1: i was thinking of george michael not boy george my bad
0: <laughs> well thanks for telling me now
1: yeah. 15 Oops. fucking
0: minutes later when i'm in the middle of a news story
1: <laughs> sorry i really feel like it needed to be thrown out you there you just you
0: just can't help it you <laughs> cannot help it you are helpless to stop yourself from it's, interjecting with the most useless information that's no longer relevant
1: it's true yeah. It's true.
0: It's very frustrating. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I don't really give a shit anymore.
1: I'm not really sorry either, but, you know. I know
0: you're not. I know you're not. <sighs> I'm just not – I don't even know where I was in the, the Nelson Mandela thing. I – now I don't – I feel like you weren't listening because you were trying to remember the name of the guy.
1: Maybe a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, she thought that that Nelson Mandela was dead and shared a memory – with other people and he yeah. really didn't die in the 80s and died in 2013 I got all of that stuff
0: <laughs> okay but you weren't following the, the part that okay maybe I didn't get into it well enough but basically the Mandela effect is this idea that people have memories from their childhood which are false they're just not well remembered because memory is not reliable it can rewrite itself pretty easily and I feel like I've said all this before hmm. yeah um, Maybe, you know, you know it's it's just feeling a lot of samey. I'm thinking from the reader, from the listener's point of view, this is like yeah, yeah, get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna drop it. If you want to know what the Mandela Effect is, look it up on Google. I'm not. <laughs> I'm crossing my arms and I'm going fuck you. Episode 40 is next. It's gonna be something I'm, different. I'm taking I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. That's fucking right. I am taking my ball and I'm going home. But I, hey, you, know, you know what. You know what, though, it's all right. It's all right.
1: (laughs) Cut has to be now, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Where's the weirdest place you ever masturbated?
1: Oh Jesus!
0: Um,
1: probably in the restroom the employee restroom one of the garages i worked at when i was a teenager (laughs) fucking filthy like like i had to do like the you know like you wrap the toilet paper around your wang so you don't touch it with your hand kind of a deal and uh because the bathroom was just so disgusting but they always had like the best fucking cum rag magazines in the in in the bathrooms the garages i worked in So, you know, you go in there and I like I could only take the temptation for so long. And that was what, you know, that was what ended up having to happen eventually.
0: (laughs) Not proud of that one. (laughs) I masturbated in a tree once in my backyard, (laughs) 40 feet in the air. That sounds like an experience. Yeah, I was. okay. so I was probably about uh, thinking I'm about 12 (laughs) He's lying. It happened last week. <laughs> and my parents had this gigantic, like three story tall tree in the backyard. Um, this was before we even had a swimming pool. This was long before I knew you. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I was just discovering my sexuality for the first time. And I, uh, I hadn't actually been finishing yet. I was just sort of playing with myself, but I thought it would be really hot to play with myself up in the tree in this weird uniform that I had from a paintball game that I got for Christmas. It was like this weird, sort of super cheap like suit.
1: You're literally like two blocks away
0: from the fucking police station and everything, which just makes it so much better. I know. And I have my hand inside this fucking weird vinyl suit. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm some kind of advanced fetish guy. you know, like Ninja. Been, <laughs> you're, yeah. like a, you're like a
1: masturbation ninja.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm up in a fucking tree and I'm like dressed in all white. I couldn't stand out more if I tried. <laughs> and I'm jerking and no, nothing came of it in any way. Um, and thankfully nothing, you know what I mean? Like, and, and not in a pleasant way, nor in an in, unpleasant way. It just sort of was an empty gesture up in a tree for a while. <laughs> So I basically went full. The neighbors branded you from that day forward, though. Yeah. I went full ape, dude. That's what happened. I just climbed up in a tree and jacked it. I should have mashed a banana into my face and then ate it, too. Or flung some poo at somebody.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would have really pulled it all together. That might have actually gotten the cops there. Yeah, I think so i think so but, yeah. i was thinking about how like fucking exposed the backyard at that, that house was to the main road i know literally like I 90 know. feet away from where you were I, at i know i know at rush hour fucking traffic ripping but i don't care what time of day it was that road is always busy and here you are you know fucking this ju- is this white thing in a tree rubbing <laughs> one out
0: <laughs> and that was the Ooh. thrilling part is that anyone could have caught me at any time. That's amazing. Yeah. Yep.
1: That yep. is fucking amazing. I used to like to, oh, uh, boy. sometimes, uh, you know, go up on the Hill up behind my parents' house and, and, uh, and, you know, cause it was nothing but trees and everything was quiet and secluded and there was tall grass, <laughs> you know, perfect spot for that. If you don't mind, you know, uh, getting a grasshopper up your butt or something like that you know
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's not as you know still you
0: you got me beat on that one dude wow well uh you know I mean, <coughs> sorry to to look back on it now i don't understand really what i was thinking but um I'm really fucking lucky that I wasn't caught because that's not something you live down. (laughs) My
1: God, there would, there would be a legend still going about the town to this day of the the white, of of the white power ranger masturbating in
0: a tree. (laughs) people i grew up with listen to this oh my god
1: yeah well that's okay my brother listens to this so yeah (laughs) and he right now when he when he listens to this is gonna go oh dude up on the hill really
0: so whatever that's where i masturbated
1: oh my god What what a strange coincidence that's where i got the idea from
0: You know, this is like the end of a stressful day for me. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm probably stress eating. Or as I used to say back in the old days, eating my feelings. i ate
1: a lot of feelings i'm eating my feelings again (laughs) sometimes i get hungry and i realize i'm not really hungry i'm
0: eating my feelings again (laughs) (laughs) eating my feelings my friend (laughs) nothing
1: (laughs) will expand your waistline faster than when you're eating thinking about that bastard To piss you off today, (laughs) eating my feelings again. (laughs) How How is is this woman from fucking um, Honey Boo Boo keep getting television shows?
0: Oh, she on Uh. the. She's on the tube again. What the fuck? Is she on television for now. She's
1: called like Mama June, Family in Crisis, Ugh. and I'm like, oh my god. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but a commercial just came on. Now the commercial for FarmersOnly.com, because farmers need to have a place where they can find themselves. Some gold digging woman and or man that uh, wants to, you know, wants to get rich from the Wait, farmer. Far-
0: farmers Only is a dating site. Yeah. Oh, okay and
1: farmersonly.com. i mean yeah there's there's quite a few specialty things there but uh uh, you know dating sites but that's that's one of the ones that always that always gets me because it's always like a guy on a giant tractor and like driving a brand new truck and horses and stuff and i'm like wow really like (laughs) hey don't feel like uh you know i don't remember what i was gonna say shit
0: (laughs) you interrupted yourself i did you interrupted yourself. I want to commend you, by the way, on your steadfastness and your ability to bring to the podcasting world the attention span of a gnat. <laughs> I hey, think that's you, a, pal. I think that's a very valuable podcasting tool. To having your retinue is to be. Hey, you ain't ball. you ain't no great shake either, there, pal. Okay, I you forget, forget shit a lot. <laughs> I forget things a lot, but I don't go at ever chasing every squirrel that I see either. Yeah, oh, you, know, you know that's. I'll agree with that. We're both we're both deeply flawed human beings, is what I'm getting at here. I got you. Okay, but it's just an interesting. It's a, we're both bringing an interesting take to this podcasting game. Tom just forgets his topic entirely, and Mike makes comments of television he shouldn't be fucking watching during a
1: podcast. Sometimes it gives me material, though, so I can't help myself. (laughs) And I'm Mike, the guy who loves him some Sour Patch Kids. Still on the
0: sour patch kids, huh? You finished half that bag. I thought that bag would be gone by now, man.
1: Yeah, it, and the funny thing is, it's the tropical ones too. And I don't, I don't generally like things that are tropical flavored. And I will say that I think the majority of the reason why I scarfed down this bag like I have is because they were sour, and uh, some of them are red, and like I automatically equate red things that, in food to being things that I like. So whether I really liked it or not, I was just eating it because out of habit, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: That is like a walking study in like uh, color theory and fla- and and like like how to manipulate consumers by things. Oh yeah. Like- Flavor is red. So you'll like. I'm not saying I'm immune to it. I'm just saying you just straight out <laughs> gave a marketer a wet dream when you said that. You're like, what flavor is it? Yes. Red?
1: <laughs> it's oh, red. Yes,
0: he said it. He said it. We worked <laughs> you so hard and finally someone <laughs> said it. Yeah, red tastes good. Mm.
1: It yeah, it does. I got I gotta be honest with you, it does. And my son has an allergy to red 40, mm-hmm. which I hope that I never ever do because I would absolutely be destroyed. That'd be like telling me I could never eat mayonnaise again because I just, it would kill me. It would literally kill me or peanut butter. You know, Like uh, I'd be like, uh, I can't eat red things. Oh man. Food's going to be so colorless now. Not flavorless, just colorless. (laughs) Apparently, you know, I'm assuming that the lack of lawsuits for the Red 40 uh, allergies and so forth uh, maybe, you know, makes the is made up with the cost. Maybe I don't I don't know, but I can't tell you the stuff that's cold with beets. You, you would never know. You don't taste it. Just like when I eat these things with Red 40 in them, I don't taste beetles. I don't suddenly have an urge to to sit on a lily pad and catch flies with my tongue.
0: How do you know you don't taste beetles? Maybe you've always tasted beetles. That's true. That's
1: true. I mean, that, that's that's fair. I, I, I guess I hadn't thought about it that way. It's kind of like when you say something tastes like shit, but you really haven't ever eaten shit. But, you know, presumably, if a fart is any indication, I know what shit probably tastes like.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, fucking
1: yeah. delicious.
0: I mean, yeah. wait, no, it's gross. But yeah. I'm just saying like, okay, I've never smelled a beetle really either. So I don't, except for a stink beetle. Now I wouldn't eat anything made from a stink beetle, but I mean, like, I've never smelled a beetle and been like, yeah, that tastes like beetle, man. You ever smell a beetle, man? You get that smell. I know what a fucking beetle tastes like, dude. I can, I can use my imagination. <laughs> you can't do that with beetles. You can do that with shit. I can imagine what shit would taste like. I don't want to know intimately what shit tastes like but i can imagine because that smell is pretty hey, on point every now and again your tongue slides a little too
1: far to the south and you might end up catching a little uh might end up catching a little butthole there but usually <laughs> usually they're clean yeah well it so needs to be you clean, got nothing yeah. to worry about there yeah, it needs to be but clean. if somebody farted directly in your mouth that might be a different story yeah <laughs> And there are people that are into that stuff. Not me personally, but, you know. Yeah, fart inhalers. If that's if that's your game, you know, have at it, man. There's yeah. plenty
0: of it out there for you. Yeah, I, I'm personally concerned about E. coli poisoning, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> you well, know, uh,
1: if you spend enough time around me, you've probably been doused in it anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, but I wasn't eating it per se. Well, you, you kind of were. Just, well, you know, not, you had- not, not not a direct pipeline to your mouth,
0: you know. All right, right. Well, if you had your way, <laughs> if
1: I had my way, if you, you was- were you assume that I would be going around farting in people's mouths. <laughs> uh, I got I got a good story for you today. Okay, from today, um. You know that I have livestock.
0: I have a good story for you today. From today, I it have a good today. story for you for today. <laughs>
1: so <laughs> I have I have livestock. You're aware of my livestock. I am. And um, I was I was putting a fence into an area that we have not uh, really had any of the animals in, even though it's been overgrown and just continues to overgrow like like so much of a jungle. Uh, that we were starting to put fence up. Well, I didn't quite get it done because we have gotten some faulty um, fence parts like these plastic uh, – you can use them as insulators for electric fence. You can use them to put up barbed wire, et cetera. I was putting up barbed wire with these particular ones, and they were – plastic ages. Plastic gets brittle, and then it breaks. Sure. So – that was what happened. We had one whole bag of them that was great. And then the next bag, every single one that we tried snapped. And then a third bag, every single one that we tried snapped. And I was like, fuck it. I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. Then it rained. So I didn't get it done. So we go to feed tonight. I can find all the goats. They're all where they're supposed to be. All the geese where they're supposed to be. And I'm looking for the two largest animals that we have. The two steers, which are both gigantic at this point. Mm -hmm. And, I'm looking all over the place and I can pretty much from where I was standing at see everything except for the area of the property that we were just putting fence in. I can't see any of that. So I automatically assume, oh, well, they must have jumped over the fence and ran up that way. So we're up there walking along and all of a sudden one of them decides to make noise. And here they're over in an adjoining property that is, it's not abandoned, but nobody has been there in in years. I think it is owned by somebody, but they, they don't take care of it or anything. And here my steers are over there, a good 40 feet off the fence line, eating and as happy as can be. How Did they get over the fence? What they did was they, they broke down barbed wire that I put up months oh, ago. Oh, okay. And there's actually two different sections of fence. They stepped over the newer one, then they stepped over the older one and got over there. And it's amazing to me always that these animals can find their way over there and you say to them, Hey, come on, let's go back over here. Let's go. And they stand there and look at you like they have no clue how they got there. Like, I just, I opened my eyes and I was here and I was eating <laughs> all this lush grass and I have no idea how to get back. <laughs> so thankfully I, I got some, we got some grain. My son brought some scoops of grain down and I got, him, I got one of them to go back. The one that I was considered to be the most obstinate and the least intelligent. He came walking right over like it was his job and he knew exactly where he had to go the one that I always think is smarter decided that he was going to walk about and look like he had no clue how to, how to step over some, some, uh, brush. And he ended up going all the way up along the fence line and came out in another section of my parents' yard and was standing there patiently waiting at the gate for me to open it up. And I'm like, like, seriously, why, why did this take so much effort on my part when you knew what the hell you were doing, where you were going? (laughs) I mean, seriously. So. I was out there uh you know for quite a while I had to fix the fence then and that was just that was a little farming story for you there <laughs> and then another fantastic story that I can share with you unless you want to react to my farm story do you have any questions
0: not so much questions as I feel like maybe farm stories need some sort of like intro piece like a musical piece yeah yeah could, i feel you like like whenever you've like
1: our- a ding ding like a little uh beverly yeah. hillbillies type music i yeah, think yeah. would work great some banjo oh, yeah <sniffs> something with like
0: banjo like a hot take on some banjo yeah i'm thinking like
1: and like a voice farm- that
0: goes like that old Mox
1: farm yeah something know? like that yeah yeah
0: like, Down on Mike's farm. <laughs> Down on the farm when the summer is hot, gonna get myself a nice piece of twat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, not for my animals. <laughs> That'd be the opening right there. Not for my animals.
0: Hey, Mike, I have a story for you. My balls hurt.
1: Don't you ever talk about your balls (laughs) to me again.
2: Hello, my name is Kevin. People say I'm a little bit sick in the head. You are listening to Kevin's Corner. I really like the music kids are listening to these days. I know I'm a bit old for it, but it just makes me want to dance and it makes me feel good recently, I've been getting into farstep, which is just like dubstep, only it's fartstep. I tried to make my own, and I shat my slacks. As if that weren't terrible enough, I did it on the crosstown bus. Don't ask me why I was attempting to create music on the bus, I don't have to explain myself to you, not anymore. I have a new lease on life and when the mood strikes me, goddamn you. I will make fartstep or do whatever else I feel like doing. I'll shred my pants off like the fucking Hulk, and jack off into the wind, like a boss, if I want to, because I'm a free spirit, and I'm down with the cool hipster kids, and I don't care if I do have child support, payments and alimony payments and school loans, to pay off, that doesn't mean I can't get drunk.